You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Cinnamon and Sugar here. We're back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Woo! Fella, fella, fella. How was your weekend? So, uh, as you can tell, our normal time's not here yet again. Yeah. So, uh, time's never on time. You know, uh, D has to do a lesser version of our intro. Wow, so, Gary, I gave that my all and it was still lesser. I didn't than have to yet. remove my headphones. So, yeah, yeah, it probably was really bad. Woo, woo, woo. How was your weekend, fellas? <laughs> was that That's that to be time. time, I guess. Yeah, that was supposed to be time. Gary, what what, what did you do this weekend, bro? Uh, I actually, I, I don't even, I have a bunch of things I want to talk about. Because uh, okay. I got a couple things I think we need to talk about. Some of it will be, hey, stuff I re- looked, at, looked at over the weekend. Because uh, okay. it was interesting to see why this stuff's going on. Um, okay. But first, I would like to discuss something we talked about last week as well. On how Tua went back in the game on Sunday, and then I would like to discuss how he got another concussion on Thursday, and how that was even possible. And again, they fired the independent doctor, which they really didn't fire him. The NFLPA said we're going to let you go because they can do that as part of their agreement. So it was he's taking the fall basically for the NFL and the team and all that kind of stuff for letting them back out. And then explain to me, how how was it not already in the rules that the NFL and NFLPA had to change the rules of the concussion that if a guy's motor skills are affected, it's a no-go? How is that already not in the rules? If you can't stand and walk clearly, how are you not concussed? Like, I don't understand. Like, with what you saw on Sunday when he walked – or last Sunday, not yesterday, where he fell while trying to walk. That's a motor skill. You can't do that. So it wasn't obviously his ankle. He was wobbling. That's that's common sense, a no-go. And now that just got added into the, the language of a no-go for a game. I don't understand. I, again, they act like they care about players. All this stuff just proves they really don't. All it is is about their money, 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 money. But, hey, what do I know? It's not like I played or anything. Okay. So, Gary, I I, I agree with everything that you just said. D'Angelo Williams 100% agrees with everything that you're saying. But now I'm going to be that guy that uh, does not agree with everything you're saying. And I'm going to counter you with a lot of things. So... I'm going to be that guy that's 100% against everything that you just said from here on out as we talk about this Tua situation. Again, I want to make this clear. This is not how I feel. This is for the sake of me and Gary having this argument about this Tua situation, even though I strongly believe that we shouldn't be having an argument. He shouldn't have had his ass in the game to begin with. None of this. We shouldn't even be talking about this. This shouldn't be a talking point. However, I'm going back into me understanding why he went back in the game and he was allowed to play and be that warrior we come to know and love about football. Gary, here we go. I am now in my I don't agree with anything that you just said moment, Gary. Here's why. There's no Byron Leftwich without him limping up and down the field with his leg almost hanging off and him being a gutsy player. There's no Justin Hubert if he's not hurting and is long about to fall out. There's no Michael Jordan without the flu game. All these injuries and all these things that these players have suffered have made them legends of the game of football. So why would Tua miss his opportunity to be that legend that goes down as, hey, we all know that he came back from a concussion the first game and played and actually won it, and we were all talking about how gutsy it was. But then now he comes back. You want you want your cake and you want to eat it too now, Gary? You want to say that they're warriors on one end and then say, oh, I can't believe you let them go back in on the next side? 
You feel what I'm saying now? Like, I, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Either we're going to all, all fronts, whether it's brain, whether it's leg hanging off, or whether it's, it's – if it's something that's going to put your life in danger on the football field, then I don't think that you should be able to go back. It's crazy because we're talking about this when J.J. Watt had to leak his own information about him having to get his heart shocked back into place. Okay, all right, we, are you, can you play? That means you could play. If you step out there and you decide that you want to play, then that's on you. That, I, I understand everything that you're going through right now. I understand that everybody want to release their medicals. You are a gazillion millions and millions and millions of dollars. Just because I only understand my level of work because I, you know, I've never played in the National Football League. I don't know what that feels like. I've had a regular job. And based off my regular job, if you hurting and they want you to come back, you know, go through the necessary steps to suing them or, or something like that. Don't go back out there and put your life in danger. So I, I want to get to the JJY stuff after I finish the Tua. Yeah. So with the Tua, so your whole aspect of the Byron Leftwich, you have the Michael Jordan flu game. Yeah, like all again, these, yes. Yes, but none of them had concussion. And again, the player's always going to But an injury is an injury, Gary. But again, I don't have a problem with the player wanting to go back out. My problem is the team and the organization should not have allowed him to go back out because of the concussion. It's different. The player's always going to want to go out. That's, you're never right. going to fault right. the player. But right. the, it's the job of the team and the medical to not allow. But I don't, I don't, I don't understand that because I've never played football. I've never been in professional sports, Gary. So because I've never been in professional sports, how are you going to tell me that a player wants to go out there on their own, knowing that they're hurting? That's because crazy to me. When, when it comes to concussions, all you have to do is look at the research of how many players have died with CTE and, and suicide because of that stuff. Like that's that's all the knowledge okay. you need. CTE is caused by playing football, hard hits to the okay. head and stuff, and concussions. So that's a direct correlation. And if he's got two and and, and five days, to, to basically, that's that could affect his career and his life. Like we don't know. Obviously, he's doing all right now, but he could have lingering effects later. Here's here's the thing, though, Gear. As a as a fan that as a fan, I, like, you don't care about the player. I agree. I, I don't look, bro, bro. I'm not even a Miami Dolphins fan. Okay, so I'm not even a fan of that team. You know, he just started playing football. Like we don't really know him that well. Like we don't. I mean, he seems like he has a great. He's getting paid a lot of money, so. You know, he got a lot of money to fall back on if there is some issues there later on down the road. I ain't got that same cushion. Correct, but he also may not have all down the road either because he could have that mental hit. He could have something pop up from the CTE or whatever that causes him to do something that he wouldn't do otherwise. There's no guarantee. You have so many players that have lost their life early because of CTE and issues from concussions and stuff. They don't get a little full life. The other people might get to live, but that's the chance we take to play football. Yeah, but their quality that, of life got to be amazing. Don't take because most of their jobs don't cause concussions. Now, obviously, there's plenty of jobs out there that can cause concussion, but also not repeatedly and has as has big of a chance to cause one as as football does. So, so this is what I'm not understanding. How is it that you can glorify a player? for playing through like physical pain or physical injury or something like that, you can glorify them. But then like the very system that's glorifying the player, depending on how, how grotesque it look on TV or how grotesque it look like an injury is an injury. Like it, it regardless of how, like, so if I injure my big toe and it, it stops me from doing what I'm really good at. And now I put myself in a position to where I get absolutely cold cocked or hit just it's the same principle. I, I don't understand why there's so much emphasis on this particular injury than not on a Byron Leftwich dragging his leg or a Hubert playing through a bruised rib because him now he's not 100 percent. So that could lead to a bigger injury than the injury that he already has. So it's because concussion, you can't think straight you can't do things normally that you normally would because your head's not working correctly now obviously you can say the same thing about if an ankle injury or a toe but with those type of things 
people don't know that don't play the sport, they they don't understand how much a turf toe affects you playing in, in a football oh, bro. or how a sprained <laughs> ankle is going to affect you cutting and making cuts in the game. But they can see and understand how a concussion where you can't think straight, you can't remember plays is going to affect you. So like that's why when people like if you play on a turf toe, oh he's just playing he's got a turf toe he can play through it. They don't understand that aspect because they've probably not had turf toe, and if they have, they haven't had to play football on it. There's a whole nother level once you experience it, and then you oh, have you to teach it now. It, that's a whole nother thing. You teaching now, Gary? <laughs> you teaching now? I see. <laughs> but since you did bring it up, obviously I want to bring up the JJ Watt stuff that he tweeted out himself that uh, he had to have his heart shocked to get it back on a rhythm. My problem is, like, if you know it's going to get released, what is what is releasing it beforehand going to do other than make it look like, hey, I'm just trying to make it look like I'm playing through something? Like, if you already know it's going to get out there and it gets released later and you never mentioned a word about it, to me, that looks better than you tweeting out about it before anybody else has even got any knowledge and put it out there that, hey, now it looks like, oh, look at me. I'm going to play through this. That's just the way I see That's it. what you got? That's the way I see it, yeah. Bro, so you didn't see it as like Tua just almost lost his about- life on national TV, and now I'm finna ready to go out here because doctors have obviously cleared me to play. Mm-hmm. So now the doctors have cleared me to play, the specialists that specialize in something that's telling me said that I'm okay to go out and perform the job at the highest of the possible highest to to do my job. I go out there and then in turn find out that this dude get fired because he wasn't he didn't know what he was doing. That's it, Gear. He just got fired. There's a guy right now, Tua, fighting for his collective thought. Watt. I mean, I'm sorry. JJ Watt. I'm I I reverted <laughs> back. I reverted back. I was still I was I'm still mad about that. But I JJ Watt, I I don't JJ Watt releasing his own information is probably him protecting his ass because again, Tua just experienced this and he's just like, well, how do I not know that the specialist that I'm dealing with shouldn't, you, you know, so now all the specialists are now in question because of that one bad apple. And because that one bad apple, man, it's finna resonate throughout the National Football but if, League. But if he still released it, like, like what, what? This was his way of releasing it though. Like, yeah, I, but here's but a, what benefit. Why wouldn't get? he release it though? The, the benefit is this. Going into this, y'all know that I am banged up. Maybe this is something that didn't make the injury report, Gary. You know how injury reports are. Injury reports are very important to players because when you show up on the injury report later on in your career, if that particular injury bothers you later on in life, then you can now point back to this particular injury report. You see what I'm saying? So that's a it chronicles everything that's going on in your life. Well, if it didn't make the injury report and he was dealing with that and he – Maybe it was a one-time thing. He didn't know. He, I mean, he don't know anything because these specialists, he's believing in these specialists. But now you got a clear indication that we know that these specialists don't know, always know what they're talking about. In this Tua situation, let me protect my ass. Let me shoot this tweet out so if something do happen to me on this football field, I covered it. Yeah, but see, it, it, the way it looks, though, Oh, somebody. You don't like JJ Watt? Just say you don't like. No, no, I just don't. I don't like the situation because again, it's something that I would never do. Like I've never tweeted out, "Oh, I have an injury," or something. I'm gonna play through it. Like that's not. Yeah, but you ain't really playing in this air, though, Gary. You tweet everything, bro. You know. Yeah, but again, AP is literally showing his ass on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is this is this is a new world we living in, bro. But like, my thing is this with that whole situation, like. Do we know it was actually going to be leaked? Like, like that's the thing is, like, you said all this stuff. You say it's going to get leaked, but we have Again, no I don't understand what your problem is with it, Gary. Because you it, don't understand why it, he would it, say these? So, so I, yes, I don't agree why you would bring that to everybody's knowledge. I'm telling you I do. There's a, there's a guy that literally, like, and we ain't even got to go back to that. We can go all the way back. We ain't even got to go back that far. We can go back to Tyrod Taylor. When he got the puncture lung, and he's right now suing the NFL or that that particular doctor, because specialists don't always know what they're talking about. But now, here's the thing, though. In that same sentiment, I'm gonna say specialists 
always know what they're talking about. They just don't always carry out the right job in correcting what it is but, that but they're the talking about. But the thing is about. with the Tyrod Taylor, the team came out and said that he got his lung punctured by the doctor on the uh, on an errant shot. Like Tyrod Taylor didn't tweet out uh, tweet it out. No, that's not. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about specialists, just in general. That was a guy that was specialized or a specialist in in doing that. And as a specialist, I mean, he screwed up. So what I'm telling you is, is if you know now that there's a history of specialists, whether it's three, four, five, six, you don't ever want to be that person that's tied to that history of somebody in the medical field being somewhere that they messed up. So, so this is like three or four. So there's history and specialists messing up. Are you damn right? I'm gonna tweet out. Or I'm gonna text. Hey man, just just letting y'all know, it's going That's him covering his ass, gear. How you don't see that? Because no other player does that. Um, no other player tweets out their injuries. Christian McCaffrey didn't tweet out, "Hey, my thigh is injured, uh, but I'm gonna play through it." Like, oh, that's you what think I'm saying. Like, there's other players that aren't doing that. You're like, saying he's saying, "Look at me." Yeah. So, like, again, like you talked about the Byron Leftwich moment. You talked about the joy. It's like yeah. he's trying to manufacture a moment like that by saying, "Hell, I had this issue. I'm gonna go out here and play good." And then now, oh, I played good after having this issue. Oh. And, and that's the problem I have because those are supposed to happen naturally. You're not supposed to try and manufacture and make it make it about about you. If it gets released, it gets released during the game. They're going to cover it. Oh, he's playing great. Well, he had this happen. If he didn't say anything, everybody's like, well, that's amazing. Now that he said it, now people will question, oh, well, why did you have to come out and say it? it? Nobody said anything about it before. So how do you know it was going to be leaked? Like, it, it just it just brings into questions that weren't needed. That's, that's the issue I have with it. I just feel like it's not a – I don't know. I don't see any other players tweeting about their injuries and then playing through them. That's crazy, Gary. You just don't like J.J. Watt. It's cool. It's cool. If you're a J.J. Watt fan, this is not the podcast to listen to because Gary has a lifelong hatred for that of J.J. Watt. Well, I don't I don't understand why you just, just dislike just him. Dislike that the whole, I, hit, I dislike the whole aspect of the... Okay, so Twitter. let's just say let's just say that he was trying to get ahead of the 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 media cloud that was to come because maybe the person that was releasing the information didn't want to spin it in a way that was going to be positive in JJ Watt favor. What is there a positive or negative about it? It's literally it's hard had to be. How do you make that negative? <laughs> I, like, I mean, I, I got a lot shocked. of. There's not you know, like, I'm, hey, you know, I'm dark. I got a lot of ways to. Yeah, no, but I'm believable. I don't know if there's anything that's believable. It happened. He went to practice, and it, it had to be done. Like, there's not really anything that needed to like that, that you could try and spin it. I guess. Okay. But. I see what you're saying. I'm. I'm just letting you know that JJ Watt's still a soldier in my book, no matter how weak his heart is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i actually have another i have actually a few more things to talk about uh, oh so one of them i don't know if you, anybody saw this but uh, there was a soccer match in indonesia where a hundred and over 120 people died okay um, hold up hold up hold up and i know that this is gonna sound bad but i there's a there's a few questions that i have to ask so it's a soccer match yeah, I was right. going to tweet out the what happened. You, so but you, you do didn't. Oh, 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 you. Oh, you <laughs> I see what you brought that all the way back. I, I just, I just got a few questions. 129 people died. How many people were in attendance? Like 40,000. Oh, okay. So it wasn't no like it wasn't triple. Did you? So it was around the 40, 50,000. Mm-hmm. Was this how how many people were able to fit in this stadium? I'm I'm just trying to get a, a picture. Because I would say now, probably around 40, 50. Oh, okay. So it was maxed out. It was probably trying close to, get a, to max. Okay. All right. So it's two teams that probably absolutely hate each other. Uh, so there's no, a fierce so rivalry there. I'll, I'll give you. So, oh. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of the backstory. So okay. the, team that yeah, was playing, the, backstory. the team that was playing, they had not lost to this team at home in like 20 years. Well, they Ooh, lost. So everybody. So. So the pride was there. The pride so, is there. So they lost three to two. And what happens, the fans stormed the field, was throwing bottles at the players and all that stuff, trying to find out how Joe loses his team at home. So like the fans came onto the field, did all this stuff. 
So the riot police shot tear gas to try and disperse the crowd and get people, the players out and get everybody off the field. And people got trampled because they started freaking when the tear glass got shot. And uh, that's where people ended up dying was because of that. And they're trying to blame the police, the riot police, for the deaths because they charged the field, were throwing stuff at the players, but because their job is to disperse and get and break it all up, they're getting blamed for all these people dying. Not the fans aren't being blamed for charging the field and attacking the players. Ooh, make that make sense. This is perspective, Gary. This is is this what you're doing Monday morning? This is I what told you're doing. You I had some stuff I looked at this weekend. Wow. Okay. Oh. All right. This was this was tough. This was tough, Gary. So I I don't even know how to even to to even attack this right now because I I mean let's let's attack it from the the police standpoint. All right. So there's forty thousand people in the stands. Let's just say. Most of them is the team that just lost. So you got 30,000 fans of the home team that's pissed at you and all the players. So they getting it just as much as everybody else is getting it, the refs. So they storm the field. The The cops said they come in and they got to maintain control. I don't think they thought that it was going to get as bad as – because you're not expecting it to be a stampede. But then if you look at it from the spectator standpoint, this could be an active shooter case. This could be, you know, oh, we got to get away. They're shooting because you don't know rubber bullets. I mean, you see somebody go down in your mind like, oh, I'm, I just got hit. I can't breathe. You, you don't know. Somebody overreact. Oh, they shooting. That's all it takes is for one person to say they shooting and we out. I, this is a tough one, Gary. I. Well, the thing is, like, I, again, I don't, they're blaming. See, you're gonna the, try to blame it. You're gonna try to blame it on the, the fans. And, and well, the I, fans I are say, attacking the players. They're throwing bottles there on the field. Like, like the job of security is to make sure that stuff doesn't happen. Like, they should never got on the field. But again, if twenty thousand people are charging the field, you're not gonna stop it. So, like, that's the only way you can is shoot the tear gas and try and disperse and make sure it doesn't happen because your your job is to protect. The players, because so that's they're doing their job. Let, right let's be let's let's be honest here. And this, I'm going back into my mode again. I'm going back into my mode mm-hmm. again. So we got to have this discussion. So there's maybe 150 police officers, and I don't know the, I don't know the actual numbers. There's 150 police officers, and they all equipped with tear gas. And uh, they're equipped with rubber bullets. You're telling me that they'll be able to fend off 30,000 people that are rushing players that are displeased with the fact that their team just lost, regardless of what they came with. A hundred and whether they you think that they can get 30,000 people to stop. No, but the tear gas is supposed to help disperse everybody. They're not going to stop everybody, but you're supposed to. If people don't want to be in tear gas, so they're going to avoid and try and get away from it. And they're if they're shooting the tear gas, that's what caused everybody to freak out. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that you probably would have done just as much by not doing any of that. Yeah, but then now the players just, that you're you're in job of protecting are getting hurt. Maybe some could get stabbed. Who knows? Well, they're gonna get they're gonna get hurt anyway, man. You got to take this. You got to. <laughs> You got to take the sum of the few versus the most of the many. Like, hey, okay, so you got punched in the face, Ronaldo. My bad, bro. But, but again, <laughs> the thing is, their players, they're on the field. They didn't go in the stands. It's different. The fans came on the yeah. field. It's just like the Ron Artest. When he ran the fans, well, he's free-gamed everybody. Uh, if you come on, just like you do, like you see in the football game, if a streaker comes on the field – Hey, he's free game. If a player wants to jack him like James Harrison did back in the day where he yes. threw him on the ground, yeah. that's on If I, a fan jumps in a wrestling ring, he's going to get beat up, like legit. And you I, take that risk when you go into their their domain. I, I agree 100%, but not 129 people died, though, Gary. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's why this is significant. Would, oh, that's the reason would, would, why. Would 129 people die if they didn't charge a field and try to like throw stuff at the players? 
Well, well here's, here's we, we can't talk about the fact that they were in the wrong. I, I'm, just, I, I, I'm just saying, like, look, there, there's not just blame on one side. There's blame. If you want to blame both, that's fine, but you can't just blame one. So, well, we, I'm, I'm not, I'm not blaming one side, Gary. I'm, no, I'm, I'm blaming here. both sides. I'm blaming both. I think we're we're trying to pick the lesser evil here. That's what yeah. we're trying to do. We're trying to pick the lesser evil here, which we're not we're not saying that they're both not evil. We're just saying that there's a lesser one. However, the problem is we don't know which one is is the lesser one. But with that being said, I'm telling you that because of the fact is 129 people died. Had they not did that, the players getting beat up and kicked and stuff like they're not gonna kill the player. I mean, I don't think you don't know I mean, that. I don't, I, I I don't know. Like let's check history. Like what are we? But but just looking at pure numbers, Gary, I don't think with the devices other than a a, a gun, I don't think that 150 cops could fend off 30,000 people. I agree. That's that's just all I'm saying. So if you're looking at those numbers, like hey man, we ain't got enough. We ain't gonna even try. What we're gonna do is we're gonna get all these players and these refs out of this area we're going to do it by maybe creating a wall or going in and I but I'm only saying that now because 129 people died had a hundred had we started this I'd have said that they made the right decision on what they did to get what I, I so it's hard it's, it's tough because well, I can I, see I it agree. again both sides but again like what are you supposed to do if your job is to protect the players the players are getting rushed by the crowd of 20,000 people what are you supposed to do just let it happen Gary, I, to, what to, like, what's the right to be honest to with you, it? man, the odds are always in the favor of the the, the one that got the most but, people. But you came on the field. There's a difference. That's why I had. That's where. See, I think- I, it's hard for me to even have this yeah. discussion, Gary, because I don't have a problem with fans coming on the field like after a big win or a after win, a big correct. Loss. But it Not doesn't matter. Though. But but here's the thing, though, Gary, it doesn't matter if you allow them on the field for a win. Then you also have to allow them on the field with a loss. So because we allow them on the field for whatever reason it is, it shouldn't matter. Well, I don't think they should be on attacking the players. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Now, now that that is something different. Now, when we're talking about attacking the players, now you 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 push it to a whole other level. I get that. Right. But what I'm saying is, is you were upset that they came on the field. My thing is, if we allow them on the field for whatever reason. Then we should allow them on the field so, at, so, okay, together. So my question: so, so, what about when in wrestling they allow people to come in and get awards and all that stuff in the ring? But if a fan jumps in the ring, he's getting beat up, like legit. Like it's the same yeah. thing. Like if it's if it's not allowed, like if you're not allowed and you go in when you're not allowed, you take the repercussions of whatever happens to you during that time. Just like when James Harrison slammed that player. I mean, the fan that jumped in there in the game, like. Nothing happened to James Harrison because he jumped in during their time, not your time. Yeah. There's, there's yeah, a we'll time and a place when they can come in. That's that's another thing too, man. Like I I don't like at a at a uh, American sport, I would 100% like actually tackle a pl- a fan and like drag them to the ground or whatever, but internationally man i don't know what they security like so i don't know if this yeah. dude that's streaking or that that's proposed to be streaking or running on this field has something well and again, you see what i'm saying international sports are so much more diehard than i, I see sports, 129 so. people just died i guess i guess the wrong word a damn, that's a horrible hard, but, uh, that's that's ridiculous gary you are insensitive <laughs> no, to things you've just more, you've just taken this podcast podcast off the rails gear no i would say they're more rabid like they are they are uh, all they're more supportive of their teams than we are in the u.s because Obviously, with soccer, soccer is the biggest sport in the world. So they're going to have a, a larger fan base than than we have in our sports. As you can see, they can't contain his laughter. Talking about me taking it off the rails. He can't even stop laughing. Can, can you breathe? Yeah. Yeah. How red your face got when you said it? You go, ooh. That was, <laughs> it was the wrong choice of words. But... <laughs> oh. 
So he's dying right now. Here he's laughing. You can see he's struggling to breathe. Um, but with that being said, uh, we'll, <laughs> you are a horrible person. <laughs> we've, we've talked about soccer. Uh, there has been a cheating scandal in three other sports that nobody really talks about in general. Uh, I guess. Hold, hold on, hold on, Gary. So they were cheating in tennis again. No, not tennis. Basketball. Not basketball. Football. Not football. Cycling. Not cycling. Golf? Not golf. So one of them. Hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gymnastics. No. Track and field. No. NASCAR. No. One of them. Time would be have soccer. A, soccer. No. no. Yeah, what, what are you talking? I, I got it. I got it. Hold on. Hold on. Cricket. No. Badminton? No. Handball? No. Lacrosse? No. Gary, there ain't no other sport. <laughs> archery. 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 No. Gu- like, uh, gu- gun? No. So one of them, time would know quite well, which is poker. What? There, there is a cheating <laughs> scandal going in poker. I'll give you the other two in a second. Hold on. It's, you I started guess it's this off when you said it. <laughs> I guess it's considered a sport. Um, it's on TV all the time. I, I, I guess. I don't know what. I don't know. I guess I don't know what constitutes sport. But. Hey, I'm letting you know right now. All spade players out there, Gary, consider you. <laughs> I didn't say spade. I said playing poker. a sport. <laughs> I said poker, not spades. No, you said that it's cards. It's cards. <laughs> but hey, it's cards, man. All you spade player, Uno players out there, we we athletes. We sport. <laughs> we in the sports. But go ahead, Gary. What so, happened? How so, do you cheat in poker? I wish time was here because he could give us his interpretation, but you know, he just takes the days off when he wants. Uh, so in this, supposedly, there was a uh, t- two poker players, um, and one of them was an amateur. One is like, I guess, more of a pro. I've been doing it for a while. They're playing a game. It's Texas Hold'em. One person has like Jack three. The other one has seven, eight suited. Flop comes. Nine, uh, ten of the same suit. The guy that has seven, eight, uh, and then it has like a four or something, something or like a king or queen, who knows, something. And um, so it helps neither one of them. The person that is leading with the jack high bets low. The other guy goes over the top, and then uh, next card comes, helps neither one of them, and then the guy that has seven, eight chasing the flush draw goes all in for a hundred thousand dollars and the amateur calls with literally just a jack high that's all it ha- all, all all they have is a jack high and that's something that in the poker world supposedly you don't do you fold that because you have nothing you're assuming the when you play poker as a professional i'm sure time will tell you that he's told me some of this you're assuming they have something most of the time, people aren't bluffing it with a hundred thousand dollars. Like it's you're gonna have at least a pair. This person had nothing but jack high. Hold so, on, hold on. Is this this is this the viral video that I saw? The lady. It's a lady. Okay, okay. I, didn't I, didn't, I don't. In, I don't I understand. Bring in the the male female stuff because I didn't want people to say, oh, it's only because she's a female. Oh, so that's okay. why I was okay. saying not. I wouldn't bring that up. Okay, go ahead. But so she ended up winning with the jack high. Because nothing came on the river, but she ended up giving the money back to him because he 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 sat there staring at her because he couldn't understand how she could even call that, and he ended up getting up, walking away, and he and she ended up talking to him and ended up giving him his money back, and he came back to the table, whatever, but he accused her of cheating somehow because her his I guess her business partner that fronts the money for her to play was there and they got an argument and all that kind of stuff. And so there's this, it's this whole thing in the poker world now where supposedly she cheated because every other pro is like, 
you're not calling that. That just doesn't happen. My my argument would be she's an amateur. You don't know better. But for me, I'm not calling all in if I have a jack high and nothing else. I'm folding. Like, so, even- hold on. That's not even – they accusing this lady of cheating and she ain't even cheat. I thought you was going to say she had a card in her damn uh, so, no, I'll, I'll tie wrist. In, or- I'll tie in how they think she cheated when we get to the next sport. Okay. 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 I I don't understand how it could be cheating. Okay. Because if I'm playing with somebody else's money, I'm gonna be just as reckless with their money as I would be with mine. So, like, yeah, maybe she because she's an amateur, she called Jack High, not knowing like she was even losing. Maybe she thinks she's chasing a straight, and then find out like, oh snap, it's not four cards, it's five cards, and then realize like, oh, but then by that time she's all in. So I'm, I'll, I'll tie in how how okay. they think she's cheating because it could, ties with another sport. So the other sport okay. that's in a cheating scandal right now is chess. <laughs> I said that correctly, chess. So the bro, hold on, hold, hold, hold on before you continue any farther. So you telling me I watch Queen's Gambit. I've watched some other chess shows that you I, I've seen, you know, the most iconic chess area in all time was in Die Hard uh, when he was trying to figure out in Central Park. I, you mean to tell me the greatest minds of all time having to be able to think ahead three or four times. You can now cheat in chess. So, so here, I'm gonna explain there's no this. way there's, the whole premise. No, 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 no. The whole premise of chess is being three, four, five, six, eight steps ahead of your opponent. And you mean to tell me you can cheat? So I ain't no so damn way, Gear. Ain't no I way. don't know if I agree with this one, but we'll see. Ain't no it's, way, Gear. It's still ain't no taking, way. It's taking the chess world by storm. You, uh, ain't no damn way. <laughs> so ain't no way. Here, let me give the backstory. So Magnus Carlsen, he is the number one player in the world. Yes. He just won the championship for the uh, chess. He gets to play. I, I guess, seen him like, on Queen's Gambit. That's how I know the name. Queen's he to, Gambit. He gets to face another one of like the other grandmaster champions. But he was playing against like an 18, 19-year-old kid in a tournament. And the 18, 19-year-old kid beat him and didn't make one mistake. The whole He made the exact perfect move the whole game. The problem with that was what Magnus says is no professional player, even the grandmasters play a completely perfect game. It's an, it's basically impossible to play that perfect of a game. What? So he played a perfect game of like whatever. And so they were asking him questions like, what made you play this here? Why did you play this? And the kid didn't have an explanation. He was fumbling and stumbling on how to explain each move. And now if you would ask Magnus Carlsen all his matches, well, why would you play this? He gives you a detailed explanation of exactly why, what he was doing, what his plan was, but this kid couldn't. So Magnus Carlsen says, comes out and says, I think he cheated. And so now here's where you tie the two with poker. Hold, and- hold on, hold on, hold on, Gary. Hold on, hold on. So th- this is what this is what bothers me about them pointing the finger at these two particular people that I have no idea who they are and why they're even considered a sport, but we here and we're gonna address it now. I I don't understand how you can accuse them of cheating when. I, okay, again, I can't I can't explain how I'm winning, but I I there's a lot of things that I did when I played football that I can't explain how I did this spin move or like this juke. They're like, hey, what did you think? And I'm like, dude, I was thinking, don't get your damn head taken off. I don't, I didn't know that I was gonna spin to make this. So as an athlete trying to tell people how I did certain things, I would sound like I'm cheating too, because I couldn't explain it. It's more of a feeling. Like maybe this kid was just feeling this way through. Like it was something, hey, that I couldn't explain. Very similar to the lady with the jack. Like I've put myself in situations where I've won hands in poker or put myself in situations that I shouldn't have been in where I won. And I'm like, how the hell did I do that? And they was like, yo, from everybody else's perspective, it's like, bro, that was perfect. You couldn't have did anything wrong. But for mine, I'm just like, shit, I was just lucky. So 
Let me let me clarify before so you, I explain so, so how you, they so, say they cheated. Yeah, so you explain to me how you figured that they no, cheated. I, so I don't think they cheated. I'm just saying okay. these take the so I because there's no proof to it yet. Until there's yeah. proof, I you're you're innocent. You didn't do it. You didn't cheat. I think it's to me. I've I said this multiple times talking to my buddies about it because they watch chess, and I'm like I don't understand how Magnus Carlsen can say this guy cheated and he's withdrawing from tournaments when he so he doesn't have to face this kid again. Because he says he's cheating, to me it tarnishes Magnuson's career and his legacy because he's saying this guy's cheated, but he won't play him again to find out. Like if he if he beat him or not, he's taking it to, unless there's proof. Then I don't think you can say he's cheating. So here's where the two correlate: the poker and the chess, and how they say they cheated. Okay. Now put your seatbelt in, buckle up, because this is interesting. <laughs> so. <laughs> So everything. Hold on, hold, on, hold on, Gary. Before you tell me, is it going to make sense? Because if it's not going to make yes sense, no. I don't need yes. you to fuck up. But it's going to make sense, but it's it's very far fetched. Okay, but it's it's plausible though. Yes, it is one thousand okay. percent plausible. Okay, okay, all right. So with that being said, this is why they think that you can cheat in chess, where it's literally you have to be three or four or five or six steps in front of the person that's playing uh then also in poker where you literally can't touch the cards you can't finagle the cards so it's really interesting how both of these are going to tie in together in terms of them playing percentages but go ahead very interesting lock in okay so a backstory on the kid from chess first he is he has admitted in the past when he was like 14 cheating in online chess playing people online chess he was cheating he admitted to doing that. So that's already a, a negative strike on him. But this was when he was like 14 and 12, not when he was 19. Okay? Okay. I, so, I was going to But this isn't online. This is face-to-face. So this is different. Right. Okay. So here's how they say. The, the, I hope I don't hate you. I, I, hope I, don't, oh, hate I hope I don't fucking hate you, bro. So, you say. Supposedly, because obviously all of it's streamed and you can see it. Supposedly, the way they could do it is. You take a little device that buzzes and it tells you what to do on a move. Like certain buzzes correlate to certain moves in poker <laughs> and then for po- and I mean in chess and then for poker, it would one might tell you to fold, one might tell you to raise, three might tell you you had the best hand no matter what. That's how it would work. So what they do is for chess. You take this device and you put it up you inside like you're in prison, like you're going to prison, and it would vibrate to let you know what move to make because somebody's watching and they're inputting in a computer and giving you the correct move to make. That's how you don't make a mistake. So that's the that's the explanation on how they think he cheated. People, some people think he could have cheated in the and the chess, and then same with the woman, she could add something where the guy was watching the stream and then had something vibrating that let her know what she whether to fold, raise, or if she should uh, if she has the best hand. So something is stuck in like you're going to prison inside you, and it vibrates to let you know certain aspects of the game. That is the floating theory right now on how they cheated in chess. And possibly cheated in poker. Again, there's not none of it's been backed by fact yet. None of it's been proven. So again, I don't think either one of them cheated until there's proof. But it is an interesting aspect that both of them have basically taken both those sports worlds by storm. I told you, strap in because it is a wild theory, but it is plausible because it could be done. <laughs> <laughs> So before you give your answer, so just for follow-up, Magnus Carlsen was scheduled to play this kid again in another tournament. And this time they took a wand and they did a little thing that determines metal uh, devices, electrical devices, everywhere on the kid, everywhere to make sure. The kid played his first move, Magnus played his first move, and then resigned so he didn't have to play him because he's still thinking he's cheating. But again... To me, you should have just played them out, beat them, and then you know, then it's over. But yeah, so that is the working theory of both of those, how they both could have cheated. 
to give the answers. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't believe either one of them cheated, but it is an interesting theory. It's interesting stories because both those sports worlds aren't talked about that much. And the fact there's cheating scandals going on. The third one is going to blow your mind. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to hear about fuck the third one, bro. The oh, first the, two, the third one, stupid, the third one's Gary. been proven though. That's it's different. St- it, it's that's stupid, Gary. <laughs> Who, you, so you, I let, let me. I, I can understand this as it relates to poker. I can understand this like, hey, two vibrations. Hey, you, you got the best hand. One, you don't. We can watch the live stream. We can figure it out. Okay, I can give you that with the woman or in the purse or in the glasses or in something that's triggering her or not even necessarily her just in the game of poker alone you could do that but in chess there's too many moves that can be made and if you put it on a vibration that's not gonna help you that's not gonna help you at all no matter how sophisticated that thing is up your rectum it ain't gonna help you so i don't i don't get how even if it was a light that went off as it relates to chess there's no way and if this kid made the move that you said that he made after being wanted, and we know that, hey, bro, it what what it boils down to is, is this kid is 18 years old. He probably has no idea how he became so phenomenal in chess, but just find out that he's a phenom, a phenom in chess. Magnus had to work on it, probably read chess books, wrote chess books. What's going on in these days and time right now, Gary, and I don't understand that kids have become very talented uh, and don't know how they become talented. They know things that they don't know how they know them and can't explain how they know them. They just know that they know how to do it. And we can't accept that as people, and that's why he thinks that he's cheating. Well, and part of it, again, like I said, he has admitted to cheating previously in chess. Bro, so, online, like, online, I, no, I Gary. I agree. Online. Come on, bro. Online. However, I do. I I have to ask this question and maybe you can answer. Maybe you don't have. How was he cheating online, though? If you can tell me how he was cheating online, was he like looking at a live stream? Was he like, hey, he was running running the moves through like a computer software that gives you the correct move to play against it. So how would he be able to do that in person, though? Like that's a that's different. Yeah, I don't know. This is just the working theory. I don't believe it either. I just think the kid got lucky. I but here's and, and, this and again. Is, so my thing is, like you said, he could be a phenom. But this now is what, everybody's hating on this kid, and now it's already just because he's a phenom. Bobby Fisher was a phenom, and everybody hated on him coming up because he was winning. Who? Bobby Fisher. He's one of the most famous chess players of all time. First of all, just not act like we just know chess players out here, bro, because we don't. He made a movie don't about try to Bobby make this Fischer. look, bro. Don't even. And the only reason why I know Magnus is because he was on damn Queen's Gambit. So don't <laughs> act like people just out here just know chess players. He made a movie about like Bobby Fischer. So, so who gives and, a damn? They made and, one movie well, about this think. sport well, and that Bobby you Fischer. Well, Bobby Fischer was also. During the heyday of like, I can't uh, believe you go hit me with. No, no, let me explain why. Believe. The reason why a lot of people will know Bobby Fischer is because, in the heyday of like when the we had a lot of angst with Russia, he played against the Russian champion, and beat him. So like there was like America versus Russia in chess. So that's why he also got very big popular in that aspect. But he had a lot of issues up here going on in his head because he thought everybody was out to get. It. It's interesting to read about Bobby Fischer, but he was a prodigy growing up as well. Okay. All I'm saying is is that Magnus has went through everything that he's gone through and this kid is a actual like he's doing what he he couldn't accomplish at that age. So the only way he can understand it is that he's cheating. And the same thing with the 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 poker thing. Some people make mistakes. Maybe she was just tired of sitting there and was just like, "Yo, I'm a, and it worked out in her favor." And because it worked out in her favor and it took off Everybody's saying that we cheating. This is the classic. I'm going to give you a classic case of this. And you'll understand what I'm saying. Because I get all my, literally, all my history and all my facts and stuff come from movies. If I seen it in a movie and somebody reacted, this is this is a slumdog millionaire situation. Both situations are slumdog millionaire situations to where they just kind of happily just, you see what I'm saying? They kind of randomly yeah. fell into like great things and they've been accused of cheating. That's what this is. 
This is so, two cases. So I don't even want to hear the third one because I'm just like, oh, no, these two are not even good. The third no, one's it can't proven. be good because you the said the first two was good. Now. Okay, they, what, they what is this shitty proof. third one? So okay. first, right. before I go to the third one, so I will say with the poker, uh, the guy asked explanation, like what made you call all this kind of stuff? And she gave all these excuse, excuses why she called, never gave a No, reason. she gave all the reasons why she no, Don't call them no, excuses because no, so you don't agree with them. No, I'm she gave all why. the reasons. I'm going to say why I said they're excuses. She gave all these different reasonings. And then after the fact, after the tournament was over, she said, I misread my cards. So she changed her story like 12 different times. And that's the problem where people have is like, well, how did she change the reasoning why she called like 10 different times? So that was the reason why people had a problem was like, just stick to your main story and then you wouldn't, they would have believed her. But well, I got to stick to a damn mind. story. I'm in shock gear. So, I'm in damn well, shock. I it's, won. It's, I just hey, won hey, all this money. Law, in the court of law, if you if you change your story twelve times, you're not a no. You, it's okay if you in shock. If you in shock, you don't. <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna take your story, gear. She in shock. She just won a whole bunch of damn money on a jack high that she thought she was out when she misread her cards. You damn right. I'm gonna come up with all type. At first, I don't want to seem dumb. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna come up with all these excuses on and make me look smart. And then when I win, I'm gonna come out and tell you the truth. Like, look, I misread my cars and be him. See, I will say it was very interesting. Uh, I, I me but you see what I'm saying though. No, you see, no, I agree. I, it's plausible. Like I said, Just like I don't you. think either one of them cheated. I don't think either one of them cheated until there's proof. I I can't say they cheated. I just don't know how I have all that because I couldn't do that. Has this 18 year old ever lost? Yes. Oh, so the problem is he's also like, so they have a rankings in chess. Obviously, he's in the lower, but he's fast. He's he's made the biggest transition from lower rank to mid rank than any player in the history of chess. You damn right. I just beat the number one player in the yeah, world. So that's absurd. Yeah, ask Tiger Woods. He has when people lost him. in yeah. chess. He has lost yeah. in chess before, and I don't know if he's lost since. I don't know. I haven't. I don't follow chess. So I don't know for sure. I know they were in a tournament together. I don't know if he ended up winning the tournament that Magnus uh, withdrew from because he didn't want to play the kid. I don't know. But uh, that, I will follow that up for next week. I'll let you know. Yeah, but now, the say, third one. Go ahead. Before, before you move on to this third one, because I know it's going it's to be just as ridiculous as these other two. And I don't, again, I don't understand why you call them a sport. But can you imagine dating a chess player, bro? Somebody that makes a living to think five or six or seven moves ahead. Can you imagine dating a lady like a? Can you imagine that? Like if you sne- I knew you was gonna sneeze. Here's a napkin right here. Like damn, are you? <laughs> can I you imagine every that? Move. Yeah, like that's crazy. Like just think about that. Like those effects of your job is to. First of all, there's a lot of chess boards. There's a lot of things inspired by chess. There's a lot of chess conversations going on, right? There's a lot of, like, what do you, where do you go to play some of the best chess players in the world? Obviously, New York, Central Park, they just kind of, like, sitting out there or whatever. I mean, I've heard about certain places in, like, Detroit. But, like, where else? Like, is this, like, an indoor activity? Because, you know, basketball, you know where to go find a gym, football, you know how to, like, what do you just, like, other than chess club in high school, like, is there a professional chess? I mean, obviously, they got to be because, I mean, you just talked about a scandal in one. And, I mean, I didn't even – poker, obviously, is professional. So, this third one, I mean, I'm, at so this point, I mean, is it – The third one is uh, very interesting because this is there's actually proof. There's video evidence of it. And this is something Bell, I'm sure, would be very pissed about. Bell, he's been on here before. Uh, it's one of these close buddies, I guess one of these brothers, but this one is in the fishing world. <sighs> so here is the whole scandal. Now this one is actually sub is proved. They, somebody they slept with somebody, wife or husband. No, this is proved, and this actually did happen. There's a legal fishing pole. Nope. Illegal, so, like a net or something. Nope. So what it was was. They're in this tournament, and these people are – they won the tournament. There's two guys. Oh, they, they doping? Won. They was doping? Nope. You, I, look, I, <laughs> I can't imagine how you could cheat oh, in fishing, Maybe, bro. maybe not. We'll, we'll determine if you consider it doping. <laughs> uh, so these people have won multiple tournaments in the past. Okay. So all, of the, all those are going to go in question now. 
Okay. They won this recent tournament, and the guy, the team that won, was talking crap to this one guy who didn't win. Don't know how it got to this point, but they ended up cutting his fish open. They were stuffing their fish with lead weights like that big, like probably maybe a pound, pound, maybe a pound big, stuffing them with like three of them to make their fish heavier, stuffing other fish fillets into the fish's mouth. So maybe doping the fish is something they were doing, but they were loading their fish. And what you see the video, they cut the fish open. They pull out weights out of the fish's stomach. They pull out fillets of tilapia that was shoved into the fish's stomach to make them weigh more. So they got caught for cheating. And then the guy's on video getting caught and he doesn't say one word. But this is like, because these people were the champions. This would happen in Ohio at a walleye fishing tournament. And they've won multiple tournaments before. But like, how do you justify, like, how shitty of a person do you have to be to stuff your fish to win a fishing tournament? Well, first of all, it's clever as hell. I I okay, got that. I'll give you bro, it's clever if you look, put one, but when you put three of them in one, bro, look, I'm winning this damn tournament by all me. Hey, they said if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Man, I, I, Gary, you oh so you would have so if it had just been one, you'd have been cool with him cheating. No, I'm well, saying, why, the, why the hell won't you max cheating, out? I'm not gonna do it to be in the competition. Look, I'm doing it to win the competition. The problem is with fishermen, though. You know, Bell will tell you this. If you're a true fisherman, you can look at a fish and you can get close to what the weight is on it by just looking at it. If you fish a lot and that's what you do. So you're telling me these fish that come in, they may they look a certain size and the players the, the guys are like, hey, this is gonna weigh this. Imagine he has a fish. I'm assuming this is what my thought process is. Okay. So 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 I I was under the impression that when you're oh sh hold up. <laughs> I I, I, I let me understand the fishing world, and you let me know. Do they throw all the fish back? No. They keep all the fish. So mm-hmm. in 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 bass fishing tournaments, all those fish that are put in those live wells. Some of them not bass. You see I, what I'm, I'm saying? I think like, bass they keep. These were were not alive. But I don't know uh, if that's because okay, he was okay. accused of cheating or what. So that's what I'm asking. So so if is it not a? Because then if you do this, then you lose a lot of bass to death. Yeah. But you get them and you have to cut them open to make sure that they hadn't been weighted and that they just, you see what I'm saying? Now you have to go through that process now because of this allegation and what's going on right now. Yeah. Because I don't these, know. That could change the whole fishing world. If they that's what I'm saying. That. It's going to change the whole, like you just, just because they decide to cheat this one time. Now all these fish now have to lose their life because fishermen are not going to stop fishing. Correct. So, Here's how I think the whole thing went. I don't know because this isn't backed up, but this is my guess. Because I watched the video and the guy said, you shouldn't have talked crap to me. This is what, because he was the guy that was cutting the fish. So the guy that had that was cheating was talking crap to the guy, another one of the competitors. And I'm assuming he saw his fish and his fish looked about the same size as the fish that he had. But his fish, the, the guy that was cheating's fish could have weighed two pounds heavier. He's like, that's impossible. Because they look the same as a fisherman, you know, hey, this guy looks the same as mine. It's going to be about the same weight, maybe a few ounces here or there. But if it's a pound, pound and a half more, you're going to assume the guy's cheating somehow because you know when you're a fisherman. So I'm assuming he yeah. was talking crap. I just won this tournament. Uh, all this uh, to, to this guy again. He's like, screw you. I think you're cheating and grab one of the fish and cut it open. And I'm assuming that's how it all started. But I don't know because uh... to me. He t- he says in the video, you shouldn't have talked crap to me. So I'm assuming that's when it all started, is when he started talking about, I won. Oh. And the guy's like, I have the same, same size fish, but I didn't win. Because that's the biggest thing. If you have a, two fish that look the same, but one weighs a pound and a half more, there's going to be questions raised. So that's that was my thing. Is if you're going to cheat, don't put – he literally had a fish that had three of those things in it. Like literally – I don't know if you make yeah, it. Yeah, bro, of- it doesn't matter. That's what I, you don't understand. You keep talking about if he had three, like you getting you over you you focusing on the wrong. You focusing on the fact that hey, damn man, if you are gonna cheat, do one. Like you trying to make him a better cheater no, than focusing no, on the think, fact that the I man don't think he cheated. Cheat at all, but I'm saying like 
how dumb are you to put three in? Why not just put one? If yeah, you're going I'm to not that? dumb because I just won 18 tournaments getting up to this one. But see, now all that social to come question. They can't do anything about those previous ones. And right. They already got all that Because money. you don't know if I cheated. You don't know right. if I cheated. And the, thing, the problem is, like, the people, like, there's people on the video, like, these people should go to prison. These people should go to jail because they're stealing all these people's money because they're stealing prize money by cheating. Now, I don't think they should go to jail. I do think they should be banned from fishing tournaments. Uh, they're gonna lose I, all their sponsors. From but. hey, from here on, from here on out, bro, I, I don't give a damn how good you are as a fisherman. Bill Dance, all of y'all, I'm just gonna feel like you cheating anyway. Like all these tournaments, like they just they just put us a uh, uh, black eye on the sport, if you will. I agree. Because from here on out, because we don't know if them like wait, like put a metal detector on them fish. I don't believe. Well, you I could be that, stuffing them. But but again. They also stuff them with fillet of tilapia and stuff. So like they can still put fish actually in them to give them more weight too. They don't have to use weight. Oh yeah. So they were but doing that's both. The that's the thing. That, oh yeah, they by themselves. They ain't got a camera on them the Correct. whole time. So you just see what they. Yeah, that's crazy. So, but I do think you made a, a great. I like point. it. Though. Like, how are they going to do like bass and all that kind of stuff? Because like, like you said, bass they return the fish. I'm pretty sure they don't keep them. Yeah. So like. How are they going to test that and figure all that kind of stuff out? Because like they may have different rules in place. They might have a way of testing all that. I don't know. Uh, in bass, I just saw this was a, this is really taking the bass world by storm as well. Because again, this is a huge scandal. And that's what I. This that. is that's another thing though. How much do they get paid anyway? I'm not. I'm not going. Uh, make- I don't. I, is I there is there up. significant money? Yeah, if there's well, is there significant they money get, in they get fishing? boat sponsored, they get fishing equipment sponsored, they get hundred thousand dollar boats that they go out and yeah. Sponsor. So so I, I I have to I have to be honest and let you know before I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, I I always wondered like man, I mean I wonder how much they got paid to drive those NASCARs or to drive those Cup cars or whatever cars you were the Infinity cars. It didn't matter at the time. I didn't know. In the difference between any of them, I was like, man, they can't get paid that much money because literally all they're doing is pushing a gas so pedal, the a brake pedal. Salary of a professional fisherman is about forty-five thousand dollars a year. Oh hell yeah, they got to square up. You said average, and they went in tournaments and shit. That's yeah, average. Yeah, so yeah, they, the they got to spark up because the they top probably earners make over seventy-six thousand, as in some up, up to a hundred thousand. A year or like I'm, year. I'm trying to figure out like a tournament. Year. Oh, so so that's like oh okay, oh okay. A lot of money. That's a lot of money, Gary. It's a lot of money, and he was on his way to the top too. He was on his way to the top, man. But yeah, but so back to what I was saying, Gary, about the. Uh, um nascar I, I was like oh they don't they don't make that much they they can't make that much well after moving to charlotte north carolina and living here for quite some time i got to learn about the nascar world and how uh you know uh branding works and and yeah they get paid a lot of money to drive those cars because you get a better understanding of what it is that they do well because i didn't know or understand fishing now you said a hundred thousand dollars. You damn right. We got to square up. This is this is gonna take the storm. Order for me to get good at fishing or get good at NASCAR, get good at whatever it is. I have to get out there and practice. That's taken away from family time. That's taken away from all these things that I could be doing something that I'd love to do other than fish. I'm so just I'm saying it I, as a job, right? I don't know if these guys did the Bassmaster type stuff. But I have the breakdown of what the 2020 Bassmasters payout was. So uh, first place wins three hundred thousand dollars. Second's fifty thousand. That's a huge difference, and it goes down, but it keeps going down. And then there's only twenty-six through fifty-third all make ten thousand. That's just the Bassmaster, which is considered the Super Bowl efficient. That one tournament. One tournament, yes. Gary, that's that's more than a hundred thousand dollars a year, Gary. You can win this one tournament and you can triple what you made. Correct. There. So I, I if I could be the top bass master 
and win the tournament, that's close to a half a million dollars, not including endorsements or anything like that. Yep. Like that's that's significant money, gear. Yeah, I agree. That's why it's so it's with a big the, deal. Uh, so now, boy, you can fish though. I can stuff them full of tilapia, go way in, and throw them back, and they just be full fish, still living. <laughs> They, they, may, still be living. they may be living. We don't know. I, it, we don't care. We don't care. As long as we weigh in and we we our numbers look good. Yeah, that's cr- I, That's gonna be interesting. Well, well, Gary, we we can't keep going on. I know you got something else you want to talk about, but we got to stop because we know everybody got to either get back to work or or do whatever it is they need to do. Again, thank y'all for joining us on the Cinnamon and Sugar podcast. Hopefully, we'll have time back next week. Gary, you can send us out. Well, if we get time back, we'll ask his opinion on the uh, poker scandal because he does some poker stuff. So he can give us some more in-depth strategy on why he thinks or doesn't think there could have been cheating there. But I hope we uh, learned some new knowledge about the chess world, the fishing world, and the poker world today. <laughs> Man, them some crazy worlds, and I don't ever want to go back, bro. I don't ever want to revisit this at yeah. all because all three of these scandals that are uh, – I. Now, the fishing one, that was probably the best one. I'm glad you saved that one for last because if you'd have started out with that one and finished with the last two, I'd have probably ended this podcast a lot sooner. (laughs) But because you put them in the order you put them in, that's the reason why we out now. And we out! You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 